Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. hey it's Pat Boyle in for Mraz, and on this Friday, the best of the DA show, what should the Angels do with Otani? Plus, your best audio of the day and sound check, including Shep from the JR Sport Brief going scorched earth on somebody here at the station also yours truly with another edition of wimbledon bacon grass-fed bacon plus andrew bogish is stunned to a news it's a target demo friday and your epic fail it's the best of the da show it's now today begins the second half of the baseball season, although technically we're past the midway point, but after the All-Star break, we now have the stretch run, which means we're just a couple of weeks away. It's July the 14th already. What is going on ahead of Major League Baseball trade deadline? And there is really only one story here ahead of the trade deadline, and that is, will the Angels trade Shohei Otani? And if they do, what do they get back? Well, the Angels began the season looking like they would finally break this postseason jinx, postseason drought. Mike Trout's injury, amongst other things, another low production Anthony Rendon season, amongst other problems, the Angels have slid once again. The Angels are a game under 500. They are seven back in the American League West behind the Rangers. And they find themselves out of the wild card spots as well. At the moment, the Orioles, Blue Jays, and Astros would get the American League wild card slots. After that, Yankees, Red Sox, Mariners. And then the Angels are five back of the final American League wild card slot. And so. With two weeks plus to go before the trade deadline, what do the Angels do with Shohei, perhaps the most desirable player ever to potentially be traded at a deadline? It is where we begin, your cold open. It's about everyone, and these are two great players. You know, Shohei's not going anywhere. My kids will never talk to me again. If that happens. So, uh, he's not going anywhere. He's going to be an angel, and, and hopefully... 
not just this year, but going forward. Well, you start with the Yankees, the Yankees, the Yankees, the Yankees, <laughs> the Rangers, the Rays, maybe a small handful of teams, but there's no doubt. You talked with sources yesterday. They see the Yankees potentially being the most motivated because Garrett Cole, Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, they're middle-aged players right in the, the prime of their careers. This is the Yankees' window to win now. You bring in Otani, suddenly the Yankees' rotation with him involved looks so strong. Otani hitting in Yankee Stadium, which favors left-handed sluggers. That's uh, something I'm sure the Yankees would be willing to pay for if Otani is made available by the Angels. I don't believe it! The most amazing, sensational, dramatic, heart-rending... It's DA's top story. Here he goes. It's your cold open. You heard Angels general manager Perry Manassi in there on MLB Network saying Shohei's not going anywhere. His kids would be mad at him. And that was also Buster only on ESPN. Now note that Manassi and those were quotes from back in December. So before the season began. Joe Madden joined MLB Network yesterday and said he does not think that the Angels and owner Artie Moreno will trade Shohei Otani. This is what I think they should do. Now, what they do is anybody's guess. Remember that the value of holding on to Shohei Otani's rights and not trading him or trading for him is that you get a jump on a contract extension. You get a jump on trying to renegotiate a deal before he hits free agency. So for the Angels, that's the inherent value, even if you're not going to make the postseason this year. That just by virtue of holding on to him through the month of August and September, you're getting a 60-day to 90-day jump on anybody else jumping into the fray. What I think the Angels should do is I think they should weigh exactly where they are the eve of the trade deadline. And I don't think they can blink and refuse to trade Shohei because the worst thing in the world would be to hold on to Shohei Otani, assuming it gives you a leg up, and then him walking out the door for a huge free agent contract and you receiving nothing but a middle-round compensation pick. That would be the absolute worst thing that could happen. Now, if the Angels are in the thick of this race in two weeks from now, then I think they should have every right to hold on to him. Because if Shohei wants to win, and you're showing him, we can win here, we're close, and look at how it feels, look, holding on to Shohei is the priority. You'll never have another player like him. You won't. You'll never have another player this great at both of the things that he does in the middle of his prime. So it's kind of crazy to even think about trading him unless you have to. However, if you're out of it and you get a sense he's not re-signing here, then you've got to look at a deal. And you would be crazy if you're the Angels and you do not consider it. These are just mock trades, okay? So these are not done by any American League general manager or anonymous GM somewhere, but these are some mock trades on the market. If the Yankees were to trade for Shohei Otani, I saw one deal that had the Angels getting the Yankees' sixth prospect, Everson Pereira, their 11th prospect, Yendris Gomez, 
Elijah Dunham, their 18th prospect. Matt Sauer, their 22nd prospect. And then two young players in Clark Schmidt and Davey Garcia. That's the package for Shohei if you're the Yankees. I saw one for the Mariners. The Mariners would give up their number three prospect, Brian Wu, a right-hander. Their number five prospect, Emerson Hancock, a right-hander as well. Their number nine prospect, Tyler Locklear. Their number 15 prospect, Cade Marlowe. And Juan Pinto, their number 18 prospect. You were talking about five of your top 15 prospects for a two-month rental. Two months. So if you're the Angels, you have to ask for truth and transparency from the Shohei camp over the next two weeks and say, do you want to be here long-term? Because if you do, we want you here, and we will work on a deal as much as you want to work towards a deal before we even get to the the offseason, or just give us an exclusive window if you just want to focus on this regular season the moment the year ends, and we will get something done. And if you have truth on both sides, and Shohei wants to stay, and Shohei's comfortable there seemingly, Likes his teammates, likes the city, chose Anaheim, L.A. for a reason. Wanted the West Coast. Wanted, I think, a market that had international communities. I think also wanted maybe less of the pressure than would come with the Yankees or the Dodgers. He wants to be there. But you've got to be honest with him and say, if we're not winning this season are you going to be okay signing an extension here because if not the angels have trade packages that would supplement a farm system for a decade and the the unfortunate truth is you're not winning anything right now with shohei and so it's not like if you trade him away you're trading away a chance at a world series you've had him now for the last couple of years along with trout and others and haven't even been able to make the postseason yet. It is the storyline right now over the next two weeks, whether the Angels shop Shohei. And if they continue to be outside of the playoff race and the deadline comes up and a team is going to unload a farm system for you and you've got a sense, yeah, Shohei's already getting itchy to leave, then the Angels should make a deal. Now, whether they will remains to be seen. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CBS presents this program in color. An educated person can't think he's going to get a recruit by uh, strippers coming in. They can fire you, but they can't eat you. And they run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. The audio you need to hear. It's DA Soundcheck. All right. The DA Show, always available in podcast form. The best of the show with the full four hours plus the PGP permission granted podcast. All available anywhere that you get your podcasts and on the free Odyssey app. We begin with Kyler Murray. We talked about this quote yesterday on the show. The podcast finally was unveiled via the Cardinals. This is the Cardinals flight plan podcast. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. Especially when, you know, I feel like since I've been in the league, all we've done is go up. You know, I got better every year. And then to take like a, you know, hit a, hit a wall year four after especially after going through the whole contract thing. Like, I got COVID in camp. I hurt my wrist in camp, so I missed a lot of those reps. Um, and then trying to play catch-up during the season. It was just like, it was just kind of like a compilation of the things going on. But you work your whole life to kind of, I've done everything right as far as off the field, on the field, you know what I'm saying? I try to try to treat people the right way, but it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? I think winning winning cures all. Quote, I got better every year. Quote, I've always done everything the right way. I treat people the right way. <sighs> Spoken like a true 13-year-old gamer. <laughs> <laughs> That's your franchise quarterback. I got better every year. I do everything the right way. Okay. Here's Quinn Ewers, Longhorns QB at Big 12 Media Days. He went from mullet to no mullet. Definitely heard the noise, for sure. So, <laughs> it always comes. They loved it, but ultimately I looked at it like it was time for me to kind of grow up. You know, get get myself, you know, right. And it was too, it was too long, man. It was like touching my back. I was kind of weird. It was impressive, <laughs> Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> you know... I'm never going to kill a kid of how he wears his hair, especially in college. I kind of feel like if Quinn Ewers just wanted to do the mullet, it's not going to really affect how I look at him in the draft. If we got to the NFL and he's still supporting a mullet to kind of be funny and quirky and ironic or whatever, I'd be like, mm, now you're really like being paid like a lot of money and you're a franchise QB, et cetera. But I don't know. Mullet in college, I feel like I can laugh it off. No big deal. You don't have to worry about kind of growing up 
as yeah, a quarterback at Texas. Maybe, but I'll speak for myself and Pete and other older follically challenged people. The amount of <laughs> hair that boys are growing under the age of 18 these days, on the hairs, it's ridiculous, these haircuts. Mm. Floppy mops, hairs everywhere, mullets going over their ears, huge bangs. <laughs> There's a lot of, what do they call it, salad, lettuce? Boy, what's the, what's the Zoomer lettuce. thing? Lettuce. Or you go one step further. Lettuce in Spanish is lechuga. Sometimes in college you say nice chug. Yeah. Oh wow. It's at. It's like they're taunting us. Yeah. You can't grow it. We can grow it in spades. Yeah. yeah. And then the beards too. The beards are long, and that's even worse. Mm. So you see a guy with a long beard, and you have no hair. We're jerks. Head. We're basically talking like a bunch of old guys of the '60s. These damn hippies! <laughs> Shave your hair, your beards. Definite facial hair. Clean it up. Here's Britney Spears via all of her social media channels. Google, Yahoo, Facebook, Twitter. Not, not getting the benefit of the doubt from Wembayama fan. I heard on the news saying that I deserve to be smacked. Security was doing their job and protecting their client. I've been with the most famous people in the world in sync at one time. Girls would like literally throw themselves at them. On my way into the place, actually, I was knocked down by like three 12-year-olds, my security not one time, touched them or even came near them. And um, I did get an apology, um, but I have yet to receive a public apology. Yeah, there was something really depressing about this video. Brittany has her eyes kind of glazed over. She's still wearing crop tops. She's probably 40-something years old at this point in time. You know, she's talking about getting hit by Wembyama's team. She didn't deserve the hate. It's like, ugh. This did not help out your cause. Although Moraz does have a Britney Spears t-shirt. And we're talking about traveling with NSYNC on the road 25 years ago. You're like, oh boy. Finally, I haven't heard this clip and I need to hear it. Here is Shep from last night. Shep, how are you this evening? You good? I'm exhausted, JR. How are you? Oh man, well, I'm sorry. Do you, we need a five hour or uh coffee? We need other people to step up. That, that's that's what we need. Oh, well, damn. Do I need the side? Well, not a coffee or five hour. You need to send an email? I need, there needs to be a, a consensus around here uh, in general um, where people understand where if they are hired, they need to step up and do their part. Okay. Um, I'm being 1,000% honest right now. You and okay. I do a lot here. And there's Me? a lot of people, yes, and there are a lot of people here. <laughs> That do a lot here. Everyone, everybody yeah. needs yeah. to get that memo. That's how okay. I'm doing. Okay. What more? Ain't nothing I can add to that. Nothing. Shep said it all. Shep has spoken. Shep wisdom. All right, Shep. Well, let me know if I need to send an email or uh, make a trip to New York, okay? <laughs> We're good. It's a, it's a generational thing, JR. Okay. Let's pull down the music here and whoa, start whoa, whoa. getting into some Detective Milkshake area. What do we think happened? He says generational. So this is clearly somebody young who has been recently hired. Right. And so this is a tape op, my guess is. Somebody at night working that didn't edit tape the right way. Uh, I think I, I think I know what happened. Okay. Pete Bellotti on the case. Dum, dum. No, um, we had to have a fill-in for Amy a couple nights ago because the fill-in called out. So... We couldn't get anyone in terms of the time, so Shep did Amy's show as well, and he got an extra day off. Wow. Oh. 
He produced Amy's show? Oh, he produced Amy's yes. show. Yes. Mm. So, so, is... so somebody who was supposed to produce bailed at the last second, yeah. and it was a younger guy? I know who it is. Yes. Me too. Do we say it now, or do we tease it till the next hour? Oh, we tease it, obviously. Well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're going to put this on blast. All right. So Shep is upset that a producer younger than him bailed on a responsibility forcing I, Shep I think, to do it. I think he's upset more at that no one else stepped up. The sizzle of the best goals. Sing us a song. You're the overtime ending man. The saltiness of the best games. God, we're having a good time. Having a good time. We crave the nightly action of the Stanley Cup playoffs. That's a hockey, you know. It's only, it's only game. Why do you have to be mad? He's a good guy. It's your morning serving of Canadian bacon. Only on the DA Show. All right. Yesterday, Pat Boyle debuted Wimbledon Bacon. It takes place day two here. We're calling it either British Bacon, the Great British Bacon, or Grass-Fed Bacon. Pat Boyle, take it away. Or Fish and Chips. Sorry, just before we get going, Caps, I don't know if he's posting it on Twitter. I will definitely love to. It's me in like a Peaky Blinders uniform in front of a British crowd. Oh, fantastic. Pretty amazing. Fish and Chips today from Wimbledon. All right, DA. Fancy a couple this morning. I'm chuffed to bits. We've got a bloody brilliant day ahead of us at the All England Lawn Tennis Club. It is the gentlemen semifinals today. This is the stage of Wimbledon where tennis transitions from grace and beauty to all-out warfare. The grass has been torn to bits. There's patches of earth all over the baseline, and we're left with some of the best champions of the sport. But first, we had the women's semis yesterday. So let's have a proper chin wag, yeah? Marquette Von Drusova was making her first Wimbledon semifinal. She had only won four grass court matches in her life before this fortnight. But she's been playing aggressive, attacking tennis with a heavy topspin forehand and excellent serving. And it really turned out to be a doddle for Von Drusova, who Von Blusova, right through Siva, Alina's Fidelina for a straight sets win. Oh. Perhaps Fidelina was feeling a bit leggy after three straight grueling matches, but still a smashing tournament for her, considering her ranking dropped to outside the top 1,000 because of her maternity leave last year. But Marquetta had a vendetta, and just like Biggie Small, she said, From the Beretta, put another hole in your sweater, the money getter, you don't know better. Rolex watches and colorful swatches, I'm digging in pockets, you can't stop it. Oh. I mean, here on grass, it was almost impossible, you know, because I, as I said, I I didn't play many matches on grass before, you know. Unlike myself, she isn't familiar with the grass, but she's been smoking them on the grass for the past two weeks. And it's her second slam final. She's once again a match away from etching herself into history. But so is Anz Jabur, who once again produced some Tunisian magic yesterday, coming from a set down for the second straight day to take out a top three player. Like Deja Vu, Deja Bor lost a first set tiebreaker, then proceeded to dominate the rallies with Arena Sabalenka, slicing and dicing her way to cheeky winners that were just so devilishly tasty. <laughs> Hans did her best Hans impression, Zimmer that is, 
as she wrote a score that read 6-4-6-3 in the final two sets. A soundtrack of victory that has her back in the Wimbledon final for the second straight year. On to today. We're 10 minutes away from the first gentleman's semifinal. 23 times slam champion Novak Djokovic aiming to once again make history. Standing in his way, the young 21-year-old superstar from Italy, world number eight, Yannick Sinner. The Joker wants to put a smile on that face. And this town of Wimbledon deserves a better classic criminal. And he's going to give it to him. I don't want to sound arrogant, but uh, of course I do consider myself favorite. You know, you know judging with, for the, with the, the results that I had in, the, in the, my career here and in previous four occasions of Wimbledon that I won, you know, uh, and, and reaching another semifinal. So I do consider myself favorite. But. As arrogant and cerebral as ever, but can you blame him? Djokovic has not lost at Wimbledon since 2017. On top of that, he has not lost on center court in a decade. You could say all he does is win, 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 no matter what. Got titles on his mind, he can never get enough. And every time he steps up in the building, everybody's hands go up. And they stay there, and they stay there, and they stay there, up, down, up, down, up, down. A tall task for Yannick Sinner, who was up two sets to none last year when they played in the quarterfinals. This time, he doesn't want to be premature. He wants to channel his inner Johnny Sins and drill Djokovic to finish him off. Bit naughty, in it? Finally, the second semi pits the most two recent U.S. Open champions against one another. World number one, Carlos Alcaraz, takes on world number three, Daniil Medvedev, the bear from Russia. They have two prior shags together. Alcaraz made like Taz and put Medvedev in the Taz mission in the final at Indian Wells in March. But the Russian mauled Alcaraz here at Wimbledon two years ago. A lot has changed since then, just like a lot has changed with Mraz. He's grayer, his jokes are worse, and he's leaving the show. <laughs> this is a savory matchup that, that should have mouths watering today. Alcaraz plays an uber-aggressive game with one of the biggest forehands in the world and flies around the court faster than Jack Stern's DA show career. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> Med Medvedev is a counter-punching wizard playing better defense than yours truly against knockout Neil at Bob's Bar. What will give? Honestly, I didn't expect, you know, to, to play uh, such a great level, you know, on, uh, on this surface, but, uh, you know, for me, it's, uh, it's crazy. Crazy indeed. Alcaraz and Medvedev will both go full Monty. It should be a cracking display of mint tennis. My prediction for those who want to put some pie and mash on the line, Djokovic in four, Medvedev in five, and that is your grass-fed bacon. Oh, come on. Come on. Come on. Let's, let's hear how the Big Ben tolls. There is no Had other to. score. There is no other score besides a perfect five Big Ben tolls. A brilliant Oof. effort. Game, set, match. We're, six love, six love, six love. That was at a point in time where you just kind of sit back and watch the artistry. When we've done Canadian Bacons before, me and Pete and Bogish are kind of like jotting down notes. Oh, this was good. Oh, this went a little too long. Oh, you mispronounced this. Can't even bother doing it because yep. you just have to let that wash over you. The accent is brilliant. The British nomenclature, brilliant. The song's all good. And then when he did Biggie Smalls and rapped 
through while rhyming to other tennis jargon. It was like at that point in time, I think you would have made the argument that's the best musical performance in bacon history and arguably, even though it's not hockey, the best bacon performance. Uh, that's where I was going to go. I'd have to go back and listen to the the original Perfecto, perfecto from Boyle, Caserta's Fives. That might have been the best performance in this genre, hockey or tennis, that we've ever had. It was nearly flawless. It was nearly flawless. The only thing that I could quibble with is that when you hit the sound, it delayed a little bit. It was like yeah, this a mouse. This yeah. mouse is like on cocaine. Like I can't control it. <laughs> yeah, you can. You should watch me on CBS Sports Network during my Jim Rome update, having the same battle. Okay. You touch it and it just goes boom, 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 and you have, there's no way to control it over the little button to play the clip you want. I can't think. I can't think of anything else that I would quibble with. I mean, a technicality. Some names we're not supposed to mention as often might have been left out. Um, I, I'll take the Sean <laughs> shot for sure. That was well done. But I you're see. right. Like, there was no reason to write down specifics because there are, there's no need to point out the good specifics. Just enjoy it. Sit back. Watch a master do his thing. Yeah. I'll leave you with this. He... Did it in a language that's not his own, if we count a British accent, where Sean can't do it in his <laughs> native tongue. I think this was the difference for me on this one, is that by about midway through, I was like, well, that's a five. He can stop right now. It's a five. And he kept going, and there was no reason to grade him down. I mean, it's a little dense again at times, but only because I'm not a huge tennis fan, so there was a lot of names and information in there. But I don't even know if you would grade that down. I don't know. Th- no. To me, it was like, the most no-brainer five winker, or in this case, five big bends. Yeah, I, I, I um, still a little long, but it was one of those performances where you're taking a hundred, you're making a hundred points, and you take it three hundred shots. So it was knockout. There was five, 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 five. Great performance. He he sang a rap song in British. <laughs> That's in an accent. Yeah, in an accent, yeah. a British accent. That's. We knew what the songs were. Yeah, that helps. Yeah. How interesting is it when you have songs that you actually know and identify? Mm-hmm. And sang along with, too. And yeah. can sing along with. I had my hands up. Now, think about how different this is compared to when you guaranteed a five and completely melted down. And now you're delivering fives and you're barely breaking a sweat. Yeah. It was, you know, you had Sometimes you... You got to get knocked down. You got to get knocked on your ass. Did that help you for these two? For sure. For sure. Made me, because I, I was trying to be too perfect. And when I when I did that Canadian bacon for the last, hot, you know, Canadian bacon before I did the one at Bob's Bar. And I just tried to be too perfect. I overthought it. And when you get back to the basics, you understand what works, what doesn't work. If if the first pun or first or second or third pun that comes to mind doesn't work, then then don't overthink it. Go with something easier. Go with something simpler. Find another route. Don't try to fit a square peg into a round hole. And that's what I tried to do with that last bacon. And then the sound went off. The sound went awry, and I just totally melted down as I'm getting shelled on the mound. So especially for this one, it's a sport that I know very well. I mean, I still think I would have been able to do it with hockey no matter how many times I had to do it, no matter how many times I had to try to come up with a rhyme or a pun for a name. I got back to basics. The songs were good. The songs were well-known. And I'm, I'm very happy with the performance. You also have a very natural British accent. How long have you been working on that? A while. A while. 
There was a solid, I, Peaky Blinders has become one of my top five <laughs> shows of all time. Killian Murphy, the actor, I would do anything to be him. Um, so there was a solid two straight weeks where I was watching that show, and I, it was like 70% of my day was in a British accent. <laughs> Friends must have loved that. Oh, yeah. And now it's paid off. Yeah. <laughs> all that work has paid off, all that training. Hard work. Yeah. It's just a shame you can't get Sean's job because you don't have a cool slash weird laugh. And that seems to be the, <laughs> the tiebreaker now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, if you could just work on having a really bizarre, creepy, unique laugh, then we could really have the best of all worlds. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't want to handicap the race, but that seems to be the thing you need to have and didn't hear nut bacon. I can't blame it. I can't blame Dan and Mechanicsburg for that. So maybe that's really like four point seven five. I loved side B of the PGP with you, you two guys yesterday when I was listening to it, because you asked Pat, oh, Pat, how do you feel about trying to get the job? You know, you're putting callers up to try to get a job. You're putting... <laughs> Pat goes, you know, there's a lot of talented guys here at CBS Sports Radio, talented men and women within the Odyssey family. If any of them got it, I obviously couldn't be frustrated or angry. It's just a lot of great competition. But I will say, amongst the listeners, <laughs> I feel like a lion, what, killing lambs in the <laughs> safari or something like that. <laughs> you just are like, I'm mowing all of the listeners down. <laughs> interviewed like they've got no chance. <laughs> lion in a field of sheep. Boy, that, that's <laughs> that was pre-laugh, though, was it not? It was pre-Dan yeah. Mechanicsburg. Things change in 24 hours. <laughs> he shed his wool coat for... <laughs> Yeah, I really did feel like I was uh, a pro athlete for a second. Bogus tossing me the most like grenade questions of all time, and I'm just yeah, you have to deflect them. Don't want to make any noise. Don't want it to make any headlines on social media. He tried. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, put it, he put a nice juicy worm on the hook for me, but give me a swam, name. So swam right away from it. Oh, yeah. person that'll make you angry if they yeah. get the job and not you. That's a good question. All right. Thank you, Pat Boyle. And AB has headlines. The PGA Tour said last night it has removed the non poaching clause from the merger agreement with Live Golf after pressure from the Department of Justice. As the tour points out, the clause really isn't needed anymore, quote, in the spirit of cooperation. And because all parties are negotiating in good faith. Meanwhile, the pressure this week from D.C. also informing us that Saudi officials once floated the idea of giving Tiger and Rory McIlroy their own live golf teams in this merger. Uh, that would have been a hard no from Rory. If live golf was the last place to play golf on earth, I would retire. That's how I feel about it. So Seriously? Yeah. I'd play the majors, and then, but yeah, I'd, I'd be pretty comfortable. Yeah. Uh, in case you didn't understand Rory's Boyle accent, he said if Live Golf was the only place to play golf, he wouldn't play golf. Wow. Uh, he said that yesterday after his first round of the Scottish what Open. What would he do? Yeah. He'd show <laughs> up Meineke? For the, yeah. He'd show up for the majors, or he'd get Sean's job. I don't know. Teaching history? Uh, McElroy's back on the course right now. He's six under 64 yesterday. A man named Tom Kim currently leads. And minus 10. Defensive <laughs> coordinator David Braun is reportedly the interim replacement at Northwestern football. This is Braun's first year in FBS, hire from North Dakota State in January. Because of that, he is not connected to the hazing allegations that
that cost Pat Fitzgerald his job. And then there's Northwestern baseball. Head coach Jim Foster lost his job yesterday for bullying players and creating a toxic environment. An investigation reached those conclusions before this season, but Foster kept working. The team went 10 and 40, and multiple staffers left. 16 players went into the portal. Is that not reason enough to fire him? 10 and 40, and staffers left. I don't even think we need to get to the abusiveness. I mean, who were they playing before their Big Ten schedule? They're getting... And they're losing every Big Ten game? Oof. Uh, a quick grass-fed bacon recap again. The men's Final Four at Wimbledon <laughs> is about to begin. Novak Djokovic and Yannick Sinner are first. And the Arizona Coyotes began the process of cutting winger Alex Galchenyuk yesterday, two weeks after signing him to a one-year deal. Galchenyuk was arrested last weekend in Scottsdale after apparently crashing his car. He's facing multiple charges, including private property hit-and-run, disorderly conduct, and resisting arrest. And now, I believe... Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's get stunned. <laughs> It doesn't take much to surprise this bouncing baby boy. This is honestly the most stunned I have ever been on the show to a news. The DA show is stunned to a news. Another gem courtesy of Chris Plumoff via Twitter. The Clay County, Missouri Sheriff says officers were recently out serving an arrest warrant looking for somebody wanted for possession of a controlled substance. That person was hiding apparently eluding police until he had the worst timed oopsie. This alleged felon let out a big fart, giving away his hiding spot. The sheriff's Facebook page reading, quote, we've got to give props to the Liberty PD for using their senses to sniff him out. Wow. Where was he (laughs) hiding? Uh, Like in bushes or something like that? And he just ripped one? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I first thought that they heard it, but if sniff is the verb choice in the post, did they smell it and follow their nose to this guy? That's virtually impossible. If he's outside hiding in the bushes and they followed the scent, <laughs> I mean, that is an amazing sniffer that they have, or this is what he laid the most toxic gas of all time. How oh. tight quarters were they in? I don't know. I mean, the, the picture might be a stock picture, but they're like walking a street. A cop and a canine unit, a canine dog. Yeah, I'm calling BS on this. Unless the canine. Now, a dog, bomb-sniffing dog, might be able to sniff out a a fart. Human bomb. A human bomb. (laughs) Or he just made probably noise and got got scared and tried to get away, and they heard slash saw him. But, okay, I'll play along here. I'll play along. Wait, so that he laid a fart, they smelled it, they didn't know where it was coming from, then he rustled and they went over there? I I don't know if they actually ever smelt it. Maybe they, they just created that, although I don't know. I well, mean, why would that be the story, though? That's almost impossible to, to, to smell a fart from more than 10 feet away. Five feet away is tough. I agree. So maybe they heard it. Maybe it was audible. <laughs> like, how much of a radius do you really have? You know what, though? Let's just say it's a breaking and entering. Do we know what the crime is? He had an arrest warrant out for him for uh, possession. So let's say that... You enter a dark house, a dark home. Cops are here, arrest warrant out for you. You're hiding behind the armoire. They come in, it's all dark. They don't know where you are. They don't know if anybody's in the house. And then it's all silent and you hear, (laughs) then, you know, they would be like, oh, over there in the corner. (laughs) 
<laughs> so I guess that might be it. Yeah. Could have uh. been one of these. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> one of the tuba the trombone <laughs> fart. That's, that's a nervous fart. That's probably the one it was. Exactly. Where he tries to squeak it out and just... <laughs> I would hope it was it'd be longer than that. Like no, no. awkwardly low and lingering. <laughs> like it knows it shouldn't yeah, be happening. Yeah. yeah. And then the, and the guy knows it's coming out and knows he's had, but it just keeps coming out. And then there's a pause and then one more just so the cops can confirm the location. I think it was coming from our oh, no. our right. Yeah, oh yeah, there it is. Last definitely. one. Yeah, definitely. Tastes like Ooh. onion and ketchup. <laughs> And meth, maybe. <laughs> and then they're, they've made eye contact with the guy, and he's standing there, and one last piece squeaks out. <laughs> you got me. He sadly gets up from his spot and just walks. Yeah, you got me. <laughs> Arms out waiting for the cuffs. Well, like, in hide and go seek, you could have asked for like a redo. Like, do you guys count to 10 real quick? I'm going to change. I just farted. You know where I am. But I guess now it's cops. Give it to me one more time, Pat. <laughs> Damn, where is this guy? <laughs> Wait, you guys hear that? Oh, there he is. I guess he must not be in this house. <laughs> yeah, even Fido can't find him. <laughs> All right, guys. Back to the precinct. I guess he's not here. Wait a second! <laughs> Wait a second! <laughs> he thinks he's in the clear. It's yeah, like a sigh yeah. of relief. And even yes, the cheeks open up. It was a happy fart. He relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we've checked every square foot of this entire compound. It's time to turn around and go back to the precinct. I guess he's not here. <laughs> Wait a second! Wait. <laughs> The dog's back, back in the in. the dog's back in the cage. He closes the car door. Everyone back in the house. He's in here. We're gonna sniff him out. <laughs> oh, Rob, the three to one suggests calling that segment "Pork on the Court" mm. <laughs> for Canadian bacon tennis style. That was one of. If not the best of all time, it tops his five oinker in hockey, Rob says. Unbelievably done, Pat. Sung to Panama. Pat boy, Pat boy, Pat boy, When we come Whoa. back. <laughs> Who did that? That sounded real. We <laughs> <laughs> talk OU football. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. It is time for a little Target Demo Friday, boys and girls. It's a Friday fiesta. Here's what our listeners in the Target Demo are up to. Chris Tweets, good morning, DA. Listing in Knoxville on the CBS Sports app, delivering packages for the Secret Arrow. In We love your show. The tennis bacon how it has to be simple. Not strawberry and cream. Not fish and chips. It should be creamy fish. Hashtag Pat Boyle rules. Jay tweets, I'm listening at work on Odyssey. If Boyle needs names, here's a few inspired by actual tennis terms. Racket League, Top Spin, Deep Shot, Deuces and Digs, Double Bagel, Knock Up, Love and Lob, Shank and Slice, Stroke, Sweet Spot, Sit and Spin. Hashtag Target Demo Friday. You're going to miss them. Joe Mama. You're going to miss them. Joe Mama, watch it on Twitch. In Pennsylvania, a good name might be Bacon Love. Take a sip of that. Backwards Brian watching on Twitch from North Carolina. I think the new segment should be called Bangers and Mash. Also, they are Big Ben Dongs, not Tolls. Power forward center Victor Victor Webinyama. Big Lauer is on Twitch in Twin Falls, Idaho. I love them both, Boyle and Mraz. They're both studs. I'm headed to camp at the Sawtooth this weekend. Can't wait till next week. God, I'm going to miss the big guy. Hashtag, you need to radio like this. I gave Joe DiMaggio a shower. Fully Ohio is in Hubbard, Ohio. Admittedly checked out a couple of weeks ago. And Big Ben, what happened to the oinks? Mraz, get them in the new contract as well. Shared oink custody. It must be devastating to all the little two and a half oinks that have to move to a new place. When we come back, more of your trashes. And we'll do something else. It's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. No, we actually control the oinks. That is proprietary here on the DA Show. We're just testing out some other stuff with Wimbledon bacon. Foxy says, DA, I'm listening on my Alexa in Manhattan. The tennis segment should be called Boyle's British Ball Boys. The door just totally smashed my fingers. I went to get the DA sign. I'm going to hard veto that one. (laughs) Steven Severn to Park, Maryland, listening on Twitch. Getting ready to spend the next 10 days at the beach. Fish and Chips is a great name for the Peaky Pat segment. Hashtag toes in the sand. Hey, hey, hey. How's it going, DA? Timbo Slice watching on Twitch and gushing over Pat Boyle's Fish and Chips. I think Pat has planted his seed in the producer position. Canuck three times on the ceiling if you want me. Twice in the net. And the answer is a win. 
good riddance. Just, just to the singing, not to Mraz. Just to the King Curtis says, "Good morning, gentlemen." Listening in amazement of Pat's verbal magic on the Odyssey app, I like Boyle's Bounce for the name of this segment. Take a sip of that. Sparks Gang says, what up, fellas? Here in the 330, watching on YouTube. I would call it King's Court, but if I had to choose between them, give me grass-fed bacon. Hashtag stay humble, Pat Boyle. Just as the King's gas tank felt like it was running on empty, they needed a Philip Deneau. <laughs> Todd tweets, and because of Wimbledon's class and culture, the bacon segment should be called Crumpets and Tea. If it's English soccer, fish and chips is the obvious choice. Yes, Pittsburgh called the Rangers next of Malkin as a late night felt like a deflating funeral at the Garden. Alan tweets, my suggestion, Wimbledon strawberries with boy... No, I'm not going to read that. Alan of Manitoba listing <laughs> via CBS Harrisburg online. Target demo Friday. It shifts back to Pittsburgh for a big game three on Wednesday night where these Penguins might begin to be more nervous than Penguins at the polar ice caps as they begin to melt in Antarctica. Jeez. Oh, Slightly wordy. Uh, there was a cream joke in there from Alan Amanda, so but the way that he framed it, I'm not going to read it because it's a little too lewd, I think. Daniel is listing a 95-7, the fan in Rochester, New York. It has to be Boyle's Berries if it's Wimbledon themed. Game three is in Dallas Friday night where rumor has it. I'm sorry, Saturday. Game three is in Dallas Saturday. <laughs> Michael tweets that could have been one of the funniest stun segments that I've ever heard of the show. I was driving in my car laughing so hard I was crying. I had to actually pull over. I was going to wreck. Jordan Eberly, it's happened to me right in front of my face and the words cannot hide it. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Everywhere Evan says, quote, faster than Jack Stern's career on the DA show. If it was possible to have more than five bells, that line did it for me. That was Pat Boyle's swine song. The star of Dallas would not let the Seattle would not let the Seattle get cracking so easily. <laughs> Ostrogize. Boyle didn't need I didn't need to be sold any more than I already was. Then he drops a Hans Zimmer reference right after Biggie Smalls karaoke. This guy, this guy, hashtag British bacon. Let it go, let it go, go, go. Oh. Adam, the former bath guy, happy Friday, a all listening on 6.50 a.m. in Vancouver, driving around my big green recycling truck. I'm not creative enough to come up with a witty name for the Boyle segment, but happy Target Demo Friday. The floodgates would open and Carolina would be running with the devils for the rest of the night. Uh. James is listening on Twitch while doing surveillance at work. Mark is in Titletown, USA on the Odyssey app. Thank you for carrying me the last two weeks. You guys are one constant in a world of uncertainty. Target Demo Friday. The Stars and Kraken were looking to Seattle. Their differences in the Pacific Northwest <laughs> last night. Uh, <laughs> Seattle. Oh, yes. <laughs> Seattle, their differences. <laughs> and finally, Scott says, I've been loving the future of the show this week. How about a Bob's Bar Roadshow to Wimbledon next year where Pat Boyle and Bob do Bob things? Rumchata shots and champagne while yelling words of encouragement to the frequent visitors of the, quote, changing rooms. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Eat the body, bloody. It's me, Macho Dan, Randy Dan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> body, bloody, me and Macho. Macho Dan, Randy Dan. You gotta love it. Gotta love it. All right. What is the epic fail this morning? The criminal farter. <laughs> there it is. Even the DA show is not perfect. We know. Shocking. Here's the epic fail. That person was hiding, apparently eluding police. Until he had the worst timed oopsie. This alleged felon let out a big fart, giving away his hiding spot. The sheriff's Facebook page reading, quote, We've got to give props to the Liberty PD for using their senses to sniff him out. Wow. DA, I got to run real one second. I got an oopsie. Where was he (laughs) hiding? Uh, In in bushes or something like that. And he just ripped one? (laughs) Yeah. And then it's all silent and you hear, then, you know, they would be like, oh, over there in the corner. (laughs) What a disgusting human being. Could have been one of these. (laughs) Did you hear that? One of the tuba the trombone <laughs> fart. That's, that's a nervous fart. That's probably the one it was. Exactly. Where he tries to squeak it out and just... <laughs> yeah, you like that big boy. All right, guys. Back to the precinct. I guess he's not here. Wait a second. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> He thinks he's in the clear. It's like a sigh of relief. And even, yes. The cheeks open up. It was a happy fart. He relaxed. <laughs> All right, guys. We've checked every square foot of this entire compound. It's time to turn around and go back to the precinct. I guess he's not here. Wait a second. Wait. The dog's back, back in the. In. The dog's back in the cage. He closes the car door. <laughs> Epic fail, you loser. (laughs) That is why you fail. Oh, man. Emil writes on Facebook, Boyle's segment should be called When the DA Show Jumped the Shark. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great joke. I got to tell you, though, we jumped that shark so long ago. (laughs) Yes. That's probably three and a half years ago we jumped the shark. Jerry writes it on Facebook. Watching on Twitch in Athens, my girlfriend Anne is taking me to Atlanta to see the Braves for my birthday today. Farewell. Best wishes to Mraz. Call Boyle segment Beans for Breakfast in Britain. And Sean is listening to the podcast in Bend, Oregon. I like British bacon. Can I get a beam up? All right, everybody. That does it for us this morning here on the show. Thanks to Pat Boyle, executive producer all week long. Did a great job. Thanks to Pete the Body Bellotti on the Wheels of Seal and Audio Director. Thanks to Andrew Kaplan, the Wizard of Watch DA. Thanks to Andrew Bogish on your headlines. And thanks to intern Emma for helping out today as well. I'm DA. Be good and be good to one another. We'll see you on Monday. The Mothership Disconnects. Oh. Oh. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 